Welcome to the Joy of Cruising podcast with your host, award-winning author, Paul C. Thornton, a weekly conversation with the amazing cruisers featured in the Joy of Cruising trilogy, comprised of the Joy of Cruising, Cruising Interrupted, and new release, The Joy of Cruising Again. Each book is a compilation of features about cruisers and cruise and travel personalities from around the world. It's the next best thing to cruising, hearing about cruising from the unique and diverse perspectives of Paul's amazing guests. Hello, passionate cruisers. This is Paul, and this week on the Joy of Cruising podcast, I am delighted to welcome Emma, the embodiment of Emma Cruises, one of the most successful cruise brands in the world blogger, a leading cruise channel on YouTube, and a fervent social media following, Emma Cruises is also an entrepreneurial success story worthy of coverage alone, notwithstanding Emma's success in the cruise community. Oh, and Emma is 28 years old. So, of course, I shared Emma Cruises' story in the new release, The Joy of Cruising Again. Five years ago, I featured Emma in The Joy of Cruising, the first book of the trilogy, after Emma shocked the UK cruise community by winning at 23 years old the Wave Award for Best Cruise Blogger for Cruising Isn't Just for Old People. I like to say to people that I featured in the Joy of Cruising books that we're forever connected because many, many years from now, friends and family will be able to read about them in a book that I wrote. Well, of course, with Emma, we are doubly connected because she was in two books. But Emma's also the answer to a trivia question. Back in 2018, when I was trying to get people to allow this voice on the internet to write about them, and I got a fair amount of digital doors slammed in my face, Emma was the first cruise personality who said yes. So not only are we forever connected, but as I said, Emma is an answer to a trivia question. Welcome, Emma, to the Joy of Cruising podcast. Thank you very much for having me. This is very fun. So how are you doing? I'm doing very good, thank you. How are you? Uh, hanging in there, trying to grasp this podcasting thing <laughs> you're doing fantastically <laughs> so so tell the listeners about emma cruises okay so emma cruises uh, my name is emma some people are surprised by that but it really is emma and i'm a cruise <laughs> writer and youtuber from the uk so i create content on ocean cruising river cruising ferries anything really that goes on the water so in the first book uh, the Joy of Cruising, I featured you in a section called Cruising's Young and Restless after you won the Wave Award for Cruising Isn't Just for Old People. So talk about that experience. That feels like forever ago. It was about five years ago, wasn't it? It feels like such a long time. So for me, I kind of had started a website in my spare time. I told nobody about it. I hadn't told my friends. I hadn't told my colleagues anything about it. And all of a sudden, I was entered into this award, which was for best cruise blogger, I think, here in the UK. Uh, some of my colleagues found it. I remember they voted for me, which I, I just thought was crazy. These two worlds were colliding. And I, I won that, which I had never crossed my mind that I would ever be entered for it, let alone won it uh, and I'm still amazed that I did to be honest at that point but it was absolutely fantastic I met a lot of people at that award ceremony who I still know now and it was just such a cool experience for little me who was like thrown into this world and I think you were what 23 years old at the time right 
Yeah. 23 yet. I was, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was um, doing something right, clearly. (laughs) So in the following years, uh, you underwent two major evolutions or, or transformations. So the first was cruising isn't just for old people, eventually evolved into Emma Cruises. Talk about that change. Yeah, so I started a website in 2016, and I called it Cruising Isn't Just for Old People.co.uk, which I thought at the time, I just thought it was funny. I never really had a plan for it. It wasn't supposed to be a business. But as time went on, I realized that is a terrible website name. I can't even type it right the first time, and I tried for years and years. Um, So I did change it. I started a YouTube channel. On YouTube, your username can't be as long as cruising isn't just for old people. So Emma Cruises was just a a natural name. And then I sort of realized most people knew me by that name. Most people coming to my website were searching for that. So it kind of made sense to join everything together. I still agree with that. You know, cruising isn't just for old people. It isn't just for young people. Cruising is for everybody. Um, But Emma Cruises is a much better business name, I think. I I still love the... uh... Uh, what is irreverence of cruising isn't just for old people. Me too. I still love it, but yeah. <laughs> so so the next uh, related transformation is that you went from a part-time blogger and full-time corporate analyst to a full-time cruise mm-hmm. entrepreneur. So take us through that process. Yeah. So I started everything in 2016, you know, weekends, evenings, all of my spare time. I was writing about cruises, making videos about cruises. Then, of course, we had 2020. You know, 2020 wasn't really very helpful for my plans of leaving. I worked in the insurance industry. It wasn't a good time to change from insurance to cruising when the cruise industry was shut. So I decided in 2020, you know, I'm going to sit tight. I was working from home. Um, I was just kind of sowing the seeds for things that I hoped would come back in 2021. And thankfully, we did restart cruising. And now cruising is bigger than ever now, which is amazing. So what are some uh, recent Emma Cruises adventures? Oh, I recently got back from a Costa cruise, the Italian cruise line Costa. And that was quite an experience. It was very bright, very colorful. There was 4% of people spoke English on board. So that was very different from the American and the British cruise lines. Uh, Before that, I took a cruise with Norwegian. I'm a big fan of Norwegian. And I actually tried my first kind of luxury cruise. I took an Azamara cruise, which was very, very nice. I see why people do these um, more luxurious cruise lines, and I'm sure I'll do some more. Now, uh, let me tell uh, the listeners, a, a luxury cruise is atypical for Emma, because Emma specializes in budget cruising. So talk about that. Yeah, it's just kind of how I am. And it kind of extends into cruising. I'm so much happier when I've spent less money on something. That cost to cruise um, in dollars was around $350 for the week, which is just crazy cheap. You can't stay at home for that price. Yeah. So I just like it. And I think, you know, when you kind of tell people how much a cruise can cost, People just do not realize, especially if you're a family, if you have three or four people in a room, it can be so much cheaper than, you know, staying in a hotel, at least in England. It's a lot more expensive than going on a cruise. 
So how do we uh, follow uh, Emma Cruises on social media? I have kept this very simple now. So it is Emma Cruises. I'm Emma Cruises on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, anywhere you can think of. My username is just Emma Cruises. My website's Emma Cruises. My YouTube channel is Emma Cruises. And it is it is much easier now. I've got that kind of all in the line. So let's uh, shift gears and talk about the future. Uh, what do you have booked uh, near term? So I've kind of uh, talking more about doing more luxurious cruises. My plans that I've got coming up, I've got a cruise on Celebrity Edge. That's definitely not a budget cruise line, a bit more luxurious there. I'm taking a cruise on Norwegian Prima and Symphony of the Seas. So I'm going with the big, big cruise ships. Um, I'm also cruising on a yacht this summer, which is that's definitely not budget cruising. So you're kind of uh, defying expectations with all of these big luxury cruises. Uh, give us an example of an upcoming uh, uh, budget cruise. Oh, I, I don't really have any upcoming budget cruises. My budget cruises tend to be the ones where I think, oh, I've got uh, some spare time. I'll go on, see what's going in the next couple of weeks. And I tend to be more last minute budget cruises. But yeah, I've done quite a lot of, uh, you know, MSC cruises, the British Cruise Line P&O. They can be quite cheap. I've done quite a lot of that recently. And I, it's just worked out like this, that my next kind of few months are a bit bit more luxurious. Well, you know, I'm uh, speaking of MSC, I'm going to be taking an MSC cruise uh, later in the year, Meraviglia, I guess I'm saying it right. Meraviglia, yes. And, yep. uh, you know, it gets some uh, some mixed reviews, but I've watched all your YouTube videos <laughs> about various MSC ships, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go with you. I mean, you, you seem to be very high on yeah. MSC. Oh, I love them. I think for the price you pay, it's really hard to go wrong. You just have to accept that it's not going to be the same as American Cruise Lines. MSC are an Italian cruise line, so everything is done in different languages. Not so much if you're cruising out of the US, but even still, it's it's different from an American Cruise Line. But the ships are beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's good fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, cruising out of Brooklyn, so it will be interesting to see if uh, MSC, uh, you know... Mm -hmm is ready for the uh the new york crowd i've 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 sailed yeah. out of new york before and it's a somewhat i'm from new york mm -hmm. by the way uh, it's a somewhat different crowd yep. than uh, when i sail out of florida mm -hmm. i took a carnival cruise out of new york last year it was so much fun <laughs> so what about far in the future what's on your bucket list Oh, I would love I would love one day to get over to Australia, New Zealand, some sort of that part of the world. It feels very far away at the moment, but bucket list, if time was no option, you know, money no option, I would be going over there for sure. I'm gonna shift gears again, talk about a couple of fun cruise questions. I've probably heard them before, but but mm -hmm. uh, I always get some good ideas from it. So what's your favorite cruise drink? Cruise dish or a mouth? Oh, my favorite cruise drink. It's a it's a Pepsi Max. <laughs> I'm definitely on Team Pepsi, <laughs> and that is my absolute favorite. When I just got off of my, I took a P and O cruise recently. They have Pepsi Max by the pint. It's fantastic. Uh, cruise dish on cruises. I like to eat um, things like nachos. I don't know. I don't tend to do that that much at home, but on a cruise, give me a plate of nachos. I'm very happy. So I'll, I'll say that one for now. I've never said that one before. Just about every time I look at one of your videos or, or read one of your blog posts, you mention cookies. 
I do. Yeah, it's become quite a quite a thing. I didn't intend for it to be such a thing, but I love like a, a chocolate chip cookie. I don't think you can beat that. But maybe you know, as a dessert, not just as every meal. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. What cruise line has the best cookies? Celebrity. Easy. I know that one. Hands down, Celebrity. They're so much better than anyone else's. Well, that that was uh, <laughs> that was emphatic. <laughs> I've thought about that before. <laughs> What's your most memorable or most outlandish or most embarrassing cruise experience? My most memorable cruise I took recently is I I took a cruise. I was at dinner and between the starter and the main, they canceled our cruise. Get out. Say say some more. (laughs) So that was memorable. Yes, our cruise lasted eight hours. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it was with a, a new British cruise line. I was supposed to be doing a Christmas markets cruise just before Christmas, and they had a annual safety check, and it happened on that day when we, we were boarding. But we'd got on board, we'd done our safety drill, I'd unpacked, we'd gone to dinner, and then bing bong over the announcement system, the captain says, I'm sorry to tell you, this cruise is cancelled. You have to be off by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, that's going to be memorable to me because it was crazy. And surprisingly, people were not annoyed. People were just kind of in disbelief. People were laughing. They refunded our drinks packages and everything. So I think everybody just thought, let's just go crazy, have a great evening, and then go back tomorrow. <laughs> so, so where did this ship embark from? Southampton or was this in Florida? No, it was from a port called London Tilbury, which is a very, very small port near-ish to London. Um, So for me, it was kind of just like I went to London Tilbury for dinner, I suppose. We did watch a show. We we stayed on the ship, but it was not a normal cruise. I'm not going to forget that one anytime soon. They fixed the problems now. So they say it went straight over to the shipyard, had some sort of problems with lifeboat hoists. It sounds important. I'm glad they fixed it. Uh, But that stays in my memory. (laughs) All of those people who, the reason I asked where did port from, what about the folks who flew in? I mean, was there any compensation offered? I I mean, I can't tell where everybody else is from, of course, but everyone on board who I spoke to sounded like they'd not traveled very far for this cruise. I didn't find a single American on board. I don't think I found anyone who wasn't speaking English. So I think it was kind of, it was only a short cruise going from London. I think we were all fairly local. Some people had flown down from Scotland or something for the cruise and they were put up in hotels. We got the cruise refunded and everything like that. But it wasn't it wasn't a very international crowd on, on the cruise, luckily, because it would have been a lot more, you know, difficult if you'd flown from somewhere far away well you got you got your refund what about a uh, future cruise Mm -hmm. uh uh credit yeah they did offer some sort of discount you know how we used to during the pandemic cruises would get cancelled you'd get the option of 125 percent or something like that this time i just took my refund just because i don't i would cruise with the cruise line again it was called ambassador it's um uh new british small cruise line but i don't have any plans to and i would prefer to just 
kind of have my cash and book again if I want to. So I, I took the refund. And it was just a free dinner, free evening out, really, for me. Just I wish I didn't unpack. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I shouldn't unpack until we sail away. <laughs> Imagine if that cruise left for Brooklyn. Ooh, that'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Emma, you have a huge following. I mean, a huge following. And, and they are uh, uh, very much into whatever Emma has to share. So welcome to the many Emma Cruises fans who who might be listening. Uh, Share one thing that my listeners and your followers don't know about you. Oh, my goodness. So it'll probably have to be something not cruise related because I think I've spent enough time on the Internet talking about cruises. Most people know most stuff. Um, I did did learn to play the saxophone for six years. No one knows that because I cannot do it anymore. (laughs) But I did learn. (laughs) okay and also i I don't know my cat hudson's on my lap if you hear purring he's become the mascot of my channel i don't know if you can we're on a zoom course so you can see him i know you can't through the podcast but he's right here everyone knows about hudson though that is not that is not a secret (laughs) now i i saw that you were selling the hudson uh dolls for Mm -hmm. to raise money for charity and it was uh, uh i mean really successful but that that has ended, right? That promotion or that initiative? Yeah. So the way that it works is I kind of designed this soft toy version of my cat. We call him Captain Hudson. He's kind of the mascot of my channel. Um, but it was kind of a thing where you get a load of orders, then they get made and they get sent. I don't have a factory here. I'm not making these toys myself. Um, so we opened the window for a while. We sold them. We raised... I think it's going to be around 12,000 US dollars for a charity called Mercy Ships. And the little Hudsons should be arriving in the next few weeks, which is really exciting. Uh, Mercy Ships are fantastic. They're uh, volunteer hospital ships that sail around and do surgeries on people. It is amazing. Well, uh, that's very wonderful of you. And and let me say uh, to the listeners, um, you know, Emma is not new to uh, charitable uh, events. In fact, I wrote about Emma twice. So she was in the first book, The Joy of Cruising. And uh, I wrote about a a charitable uh, event that Emma was involved in. Very interesting. Uh, It's too long to go into here. And then Emma was covered in, uh, Emma was featured in the newest book, The Joy of Cruising Again. And once again, a a big part of her feature or a significant part of her feature was a, a, a charitable uh, event that she was involved in. And you, you need to read them both because they're, they're just, they were wonderful gestures both times. And then after I finished the jury of cruising again, I read about this Hudson initiative. I wish I had included that in the book. Well, I'll, I'll keep you in business. <laughs> always need new books but they're fantastic books definitely read them if you haven't already and um i can't believe it's been five years since the first one that's just crazy well thank you for the plug uh the check is in the mail (laughs) finally uh we're going to put you to work so (laughs) please tell the listeners who the winner this week is of a copy of either the joy of cruising or cruising interrupted okay the winner is Antoine McNeil. There we go. Hopefully they know who that is. 
<laughs> Congratulations to Antoine. Antoine is a member of the Joy of Cruising podcast group. So I will uh, follow up uh, with Antoine uh, soon. So as I said, read about Emma Cruises in the Joy of Cruising again, available soon. Or read about cruising isn't just for old people uh, in, in, in the original Joy of Cruising. <laughs> Emma, it's always uh, always wonderful to to yes. talk to you. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have you back uh, if you'll if you'll come back. I, I consider you a leader in the cruise community, and uh, so I'm sure that uh, th there's going to be developments in cruising that I'll want to get your input. So uh, expect another invite down the road. Uh, best wishes to Emma Cruises, and thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you fun. Bye. <laughs> I just want to elaborate on what we alluded to with respect to Emma's charitable giving, because I think Emma is a humble person, reluctant to talk much about her amazing accomplishments indeed. Uh, let me preface by saying, if you have watched her YouTube videos, you know that Emma has long hair. In The Joy of Cruising, I wrote about how, in honor of her grandfather, who had recently died from cancer, in 2018, Emma had her head shaved. It was during a Baltic cruise on the Morella Discovery for the Macmillan Cancer Support Brave the Shave Challenge. Emma wanted to give something back on behalf of those affected by cancer. And Emma raised $6,500 for Macmillan Cancer Support and she donated her hair to the Little Princess Trust, which makes wigs for children who have lost their hair due to illness. Years later, she did it again. As I wrote in the new The Joy of Cruising Again, in May of 22, in memory of her friend Sean, half of Sean and Steph, who are leading bloggers and cruise enthusiasts, Sean had recently passed due to cancer, and in support of all those affected by cancer, Emma again braved the shade. Again, Emma's hair was donated to the Little Princess Trust to make wigs for children that have lost their hair due to cancer or other conditions. The Brave the Shave charity fundraising event was hosted live on the Emma Cruz's YouTube channel. Emma raised over $45,000 on behalf of Macmillan Cancer Support and Stand Up to Cancer. And the latest example of Emma's kindness involved her beloved cat Hudson, who joined us for this podcast interview. Emma sold 1,300 Captain Hudson plush dolls in support of Mercy Ships. The demand was so high that, you know what, she's going to do it again. Version 2 is already in the works. I think this time Captain Hudson will be wearing a life vest. Uh, so go to Emma's website and please support this wonderful cause. Again, on behalf of Mercy Ships and its two floating hospitals. Emma is a special person, and I am glad that she has been a part of the joy of cruising. Joy of Cruising and Cruising Interrupted can be ordered at the link on the Joy of Cruising Podcast.com, each for $16.99 plus shipping. Order the soon to be released, The Joy of Cruising Again, also at the Joy of Cruising Podcast.com for $18.99. For each of the three books, use the discount code Joy of Cruising Podcast and get four dollars off. Again, the discount code Joy of Cruising Podcast. Enter to win a copy of the Joy of Cruising or Cruising Interrupted 
while supplies last at the JordanCruisingPodcast.com by joining the Jordan Cruising Podcast Facebook group or both to increase your chances to win. A winner will be announced on each show. Please leave us a review and tell a friend about us. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the brief escape to the ocean. See you next week. Cruisers, the Joy of Cruising Again book was just released. Order the ebook at your favorite online retailer. The paperback can be ordered by copying the web address listed at the podcast website, www.thejoyofcruisingpodcast.com. Don't forget to use the coupon code Joy of Cruising Podcast to get four dollars off. We think you'll enjoy the new book as much as Paul enjoyed writing it, and we would love to hear your comments at the Joy of Cruising Again Facebook page or at the Joy of Cruising Instagram page. Thank you.